Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Hello, folks. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And I'm Grace Duffy, and this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. And today we have Connor Brown on the show, and we're going to talk about how he uses TikTok to grow his travel business. We're going to go deep into his tactics and how he how he's been using this platform. We're we have a roundup of all TikTok news that was announced over this past month. There is a lot. We're certainly not going to talk about all of it because our focus today is going to be on growing your business and creating organic content on TikTok. But we will highlight some of those things today. And then we're also going to talk about how you can use TikTok to build your community, educate your customers and clients, and also market your brand. So very excited to have Connor here with us today. Connor, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm living the dream. Uh, <laughs> I'm down here in Orlando, Florida, where we just had a hurricane pass through, but That's all right. is well. The parks are back open. Life is back to normal. And I'm so excited I was uh, able to get on this and meet up with you guys. Uh, I was really so worried that you were going to message me this morning going, hey, we don't have power or something like that. I was like, Cause, you know, you never luckily, know. You never luckily, know. it's crazy. I never lost power, even during Ian, just wow. six weeks ago, which was a much, much, much more intense store, storm. Uh, never lost power during that either. So that's very cool. lucky. That, if somebody sneezes hard here, we lose power. It, it's like in East <laughs> Texas. So, anyway, so if you guys don't know Connor Brown, uh, we're going to introduce you because he is a fabulous guy. He is a Walt Disney World expert. He's founder of WDW Opinion, and he's also co-owner of Magical Park Tours, as well as a travel agent with Magical Park Vacations. And whether you're planning your first trip or your hundredth, his blog, his weekly podcast, videos, and online community brings tips, tricks, and stories to help you plan and daydream for your next perfect Disney World vacation. But recently, not recently, I saw him talk about this last year, but he's been killing it on TikTok, and we've invited him to come talk to about us to us about how he's been using it for his business. So, Connor, once again, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for that intro. You do it better than I do. Well, I, you know, I, I practice in the mirror many, many times before the show. Um, before we get uh, jumping right in the show, I want to do a big shout out to my friends over at Ecamm. They're the ones who sponsor the show. You can find out more about them at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. That's socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. In fact, we'll talk about it a little bit, but it's great for creating vertical videos too that you can actually upload to TikTok if you wanted to do it not inside the app. So Ecamm's not just a great live tool, but it's also great for, you know, production, putting together videos and stuff. And I've used it for TikTok and Pinterest as well. So another shout out I want to give them is they have a new podcast all about video podcasting at flow.ecam.com. Go over there and check it out. They actually record every Tuesday um, their live show over on YouTube. So you can go watch them there, but go check them out at flow.ecam.com. And we really appreciate them sponsoring the show today. So back into it, TikTok for business. Grace, we got a lot to cover. So I'll let you just yeah. take it away. Okay, I'm going to do a quick roundup of all the TikTok news that dropped within the last month, but we're going to focus on three things in particular, the focus on how you can use it to grow your business. So in this last month, TikTok 
launched live shopping in the U.S. and plans to open a U.S. product fulfillment center to move more deeply into e-commerce. Oh, and by the way, if you want links to any of these stories, I, I can drop it in the comments, of course, but we're just quickly going through this. They also rolled out seven new editing tools and image modes for photos just like Instagram has. So uh, they're stealing a little bit back from some of the other platforms that are stealing from them, I suppose. They've also raised the age requirement for TikTok Live and also added some new policies around going live on TikTok. I know that that's something a lot of people have been doing lately. And then they released, this is kind of funny, released a standalone gaming app mm. recently. So you can find out all about that over at TubeFilter. I don't know much about it, but it's, they kind of, the title that uh, TubeFilter came up for, it was like, it's Zangas with high heels. I don't know what that means. You can <laughs> dig into it. Okay. But I wanted to talk today about how they created this profile kit where you can add up to six videos uh, on other sites to help with your link tree. That's where a lot of creators of content businesses will link to all of their posts, link to all of their products, whatever you want. So that's an integration TikTok has rolled out with Linktree. Uh, at the TikTok World Event 2022, they launched a new update to the creator marketplace along with new advertising plans and monetization features. Brian, I know you had a question about uh, advertising and monetization, which we will get to in that segment. And then they also launched this new TikTok Academy specifically for small to medium businesses and marketers. And that's what I want to dive into today was how we can start using TikTok or continue to use TikTok or jump into it for our marketing strategy, especially if you're a small business, an entrepreneur or a marketer of which you are all three, Connor, of course. So TikTok launches new education program for marketers. It offers free video courses, how to make the best use of TikTok for marketing, along with research data, other information to expand your information uh, understanding of the app. And they also give like a thorough you know, education on how to follow trends. This is very much like Meta Blueprint that you saw on Facebook or mm. Twitter's flight school. TikTok Academy aims to provide marketers. They're wanting to get more businesses on there. So they're giving you the tools to understand how to be on there. And there's currently two courses available, which is TikTok 101 and then small business. Um, pretty much idea of who they're trying to target with this. And then also commerce course is coming soon as part of their initial set of offerings. So Connor, I have done all the TikTok news, but tell <laughs> us how you have used TikTok to support and build your travel business, my friend. Yeah. So what I do is I help people plan and book their next perfect Walt Disney World vacation. Um, because of that, it's a very unique thing that I, I sell. I sell a service, right? But it's not something you use every single day. It's not a product that you can just kind of buy on a whim as well. There's a long lead time from going from, hey, I want to go to Walt Disney World to actually booking, right? So what I use TikTok for is to simply stay on the top of minds of people. So I'm constantly sharing tips, right? I'm posting in from the parks so that people can live vicariously through my exploits in the parks and things like that. So I'm educating, I'm informing people of the new things that are coming. I'm telling them tips and tricks, but I'm also, what I think is super important, helping them daydream about their next trip. Because when it does come to that time, when they are finally ready to pull the trigger and book a Disney vacation, They've seen all my videos. I'm connected to Disney World when they start to think about it. And that's how I use TikTok uh, to kind of do that. It's it's just, it's constantly posting about stuff 
so that people, you know, associate me with Disney when time comes. And because it's such a long lead time, I'm constantly thinking about six months down the road. So in the summer, I'm posting about Christmas. Hey, here's some Christmas offers that are coming. Here's how to have the best Christmas vacation in Disney World. In September or so, school just started. You got to start thinking about spring break right now. Here's how to have the best spring break in Disney. It's all about educating people on how to book, on what's going on, the new things. I tell people all the time, whether you've been to Disney four months ago, 14 years ago, or 40 years ago, it's going to be totally different. So as long as I can educate people through these short little videos on TikTok, keep myself top of mind and keep myself associated with Disney so that people, when it's time to come, when they're ready to make that vacation, when they're ready to book, they associate that with me and they come to me. So Connor, really quick, I wanted to kind of follow up with some questions uh, on that. Like, what is your posting schedule? Are you posting every day um, to TikTok? I, I don't post every day. But it's important just to be as consistent as possible. I'll say in the last couple of months, I have kind of slowed down on mm -hmm. TikTok to kind of pick it up a little bit more on because it's all about that juggling act, right? right. I don't want to alienate any one platform in particular. Um, but when it's only me, when it's just the one guy running it all, right. you kind of pick and choose where we're going to focus <laughs> on. So, yeah, that's gotcha. what that's going to so the other thing I do want to mention, because uh, you're, you don't just do Disney, you do those other parks as well with <laughs> the wizard and the wizarding world. So I want to make sure people were seeing this later that they knew you also offered that service, you know, oh. not, not just in, in Disney, but Disney's your big thing. Cause if you don't know, Connor was a cast member, right? So, oh, well, yeah. uh, so what, uh, where did you work at Disney with a little kind of uh, intro stuff? So uh, right after college, I did a thing called the Disney College Program, mm -hmm. which is like a work study. So I got to work in the parks. I worked front desk. So I was checking people in and out at Disney's Yacht Club and Disney's Beach Club Resorts, which are over by Epcot. They're mm -hmm. awesome resorts there. And then I did a second college program. So like right after I finished that, I did that for about six months. And then the next six months, I worked on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which yeah. is a coaster in the magic kingdom and at the time and currently still at the time uh it's considered the most popular attraction in the most popular theme park in the world so needless to say it was crazy to work at <laughs> uh, constant human beings coming in um, but it was a lot of fun to do that as well and to see people's faces when they got off of it just having fun i loved it so i love awesome. working for me and uh now i'm happy that i get to continue with Disney in some form or another like this. Very cool. Okay. So I have a question, Connor, you have a multitude of inspiration when it comes to Disney. They are just a factory of <laughs> joy and happiness and fun content. And there's a lot of things you could do. And of course, also your work with the uh, other parks, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, there's a ton of stuff, but what about if someone just like, well, I don't have anything as exciting as Disney going on, but I do have this business. What's your advice for uh, how someone else with maybe a different type of company, like a tax prep or, you know, like a dog walking business or something could approach this platform. What's awesome about TikTok is seeing those, I guess you could call them obscure kind of businesses. And in reality, they're not obscure, but from a social media perspective, we might think that they're obscure. You see dentists, you see 
chiropractors, you see tax associates, you see dog groomers blowing up huge on TikTok. And why is that? It's because they're able to create a story, a story in just 15 seconds that either educates someone, entertains someone, or answers someone's questions. So whatever it is that you sell, that you do, the services that you provide, you can still frame it and mock it up and put it out on TikTok and it can help someone. I think as long as you take, like if you learn anything here today, it's help people, help people, help people, help people. And on TikTok, you can do that. So those sorts of things, think about that. I, I think the interesting thing about TikTok is how strong its algorithm is mm-hmm. and not just strong its algorithm is right now, but how strong it is tomorrow, the next day, an hour from now. If I open up TikTok right now on my phone, the videos I see are based on what I was looking at this morning, right? If I stumble upon a cooking uh, video on TikTok and I watch the whole thing, the next five out of 10 videos I'm going to see are going to be related to that. The algorithm is so quick. So When you're looking for someone to do your taxes, when you're looking for someone to groom your dog, when you're looking for a dentist, that's not every day that you're looking for those sorts of things. But when you do start looking at it and a video pops up that piques your interest, then the algorithm is going to start feeding you more and more things like that. So when you're a business like that, don't think of it as, well, I'm not going to get big. It's not going to get big enough. If you post it, the algorithm's smart enough to serve it up even further down the line months later to the person at the right time. So frame it through that thing of helping people, educating people. And I think the algorithm really helps um, people find you in that instance. That's great. And I love that. One of the things I is that. I think this is great because it seems like everything's going to this short form content. Uh, so I think a lot of the advice that you're given can be used for YouTube shorts, even, you know, Pinterest, uh, you know, uh, the idea pins, all sorts of things that that idea of educating and informing people and letting the algorithm take care of it. And uh, what you said about like it's serving it up that the al- TikTok has the best algorithm hands down. I mean, it just does. Yeah. It's, it's just it's it's spooky scary. It's insane. <laughs> it's spooky scary. But to your point, Jeff, short form video, it's so important to focus on right now for two reasons. One, all the big platforms are getting into it, right? We have Instagram Reels. We have the Pinterest idea uh, uh, video pins. We have uh, YouTube Shorts, right? That's great. All right. We want to kind of serve the powers that be, okay? Mm-hmm. But what's more important is that, yes, these companies are setting up these short form content platforms and services, the users are using it just as much. When YouTube uh, shorts first got introduced, I think a lot of people are like, I'm never going to use it. And now all of a sudden you're spending all day on the YouTube going up and down. (laughs) So there's a great question. Oh, go ahead. Go for it. What Uh, what do we got? Oh, no, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, okay. uh, there's a question here from Brian uh, to build on that uh, idea of like helping people creating some content. And he has a question of, can you have evergreen content on TikTok? And I'm curious about this as well, because it's very, you know, when you're on Pinterest, I see things that I pinned like four or five years ago, right? Like coming yeah. up, it's more relevant. But then on TikTok, I don't see as much like older stuff that has I've 
that it's come up before or whatever. Um, it's very rare that I find that, or if I do, it's through a duet or something else, but very uh, rarely have I personally seen something resurface from before, but you let tell us what, what you think about uh, manage how to do evergreen content on TikTok. You can absolutely do that. And I think there's a couple ways you can go about it. Um, first, when you make it evergreen, that's great. And, and if it becomes a successful video and people are really learning from it, that's something you can use down the line as well. A couple of ways. One, if it's super popular, you think it's always going to be relevant. Or if it's a video that kind of talks about your services as a whole, pin it. Pin it to the top of your profile. You can do on Instagram now too. Pin it up there. So as soon as someone goes to your profile, that's one of the first videos they see. Now you can also kind of create these curated playlists of sort. They go across the top of your profile as well. You can click on them. A whole bunch of videos can be in there. Um, when you're setting up those videos, it's very easy to do. You can now even create like episode one, episode two, or you can just pick a bunch of them and add them to a playlist. And then once you start getting comments or direct messages or people are reaching out, even off platform, if they're emailing you about stuff, you can take that link. You can point them in that direction to that playlist where it's nice and ordered. And that's a great way to keep doing that evergreen content. So it might not be always on the algorithm, always coming up, but it can be a place where you can push people who are looking for that content down the road that you've already posted. That's great advice. A great advice. So I want to get real quick because I want, I really want to know your answer to this question because we were talking about, you know, this TikTok Academy they have, I think there was two courses that Grace mentioned. So let's say Connor Brown was in charge of TikTok. He is the king of TikTok, which oh could boy. happen, could happen like tomorrow. Um, but what would you offer in your TikTok Academy? So like what lessons would you want uh, other businesses to cover? You know, what would you, you want to tell other marketers and small businesses about TikTok as they start to plan their strategy around this platform? So let me first start by saying, I think this Academy is, is great. And I think TikTok probably next to YouTube is one of the better platforms when it comes to creator education. Like they're really focused on helping their creators grow. Some things are better than others with that, but this academy just kind of shows that as well, that they're really focused on helping creators grow and have this kind of holistic community approach when it comes to the creators. If I had a course, if I had this creator academy and I was running it, the first, the first thing, the and everything else, focus on this, your videos, make them clear and concise clear and concise the shorter the better on on tiktok with its algorithm watch time is king if so if someone is watching 50 and above percent of your video it's going to get served up more and more and more how do you help do that you create shorter videos there's a reason why the platform started with just 15 second videos right mm -hmm. but if you do a 15 second video and everyone watches 15 seconds, people are more likely to just spend 15 seconds. It's easy. It's a no brainer. It'll start serving up more and more and more. How do you get people to watch 15 seconds? It's about being clear, concise, leading with the most important content that you're trying to tell people and then filling in from there. Do not get enticed early on by now they have 60 second right. and even, um, uh, three minute length of videos. Don't get enticed with that upfront. Anyone can great create an informative one minute long video. What the real challenge is, is doing that same video and offering that same content 
in 15 seconds. When you figure that out, when you master that, when you come up with the formula that works for you, then you can start expanding to 60 seconds to three minutes where you can start explaining more, but get clear and concise. And I think the, the beauty of that, of coming up with clear and concise content is it helps you formulate words and actions and copy that you can use in other parts of your business. It really helps you sit down and think, what are the services I offer? How can I clearly define them in kind of like an elevator style pitch mm -hmm. thing? I would say trends on TikTok are very, very important. And we could talk a little bit more about trends, but the thing for trends, you can't build an entire account business just on trends. I find trends are great for discoverability, for people finding your account for the first time, but trends are great filler things. So come up with the pieces of content you always want to create, the videos you really want to create, have those be kind of your marketing plans, and you can't plan on trends. We don't know what a trend's going right, to be next right. or tomorrow or next month, right? Having some time filled out, set aside to say, I'm going to do whatever's a trending right now. Great. You can do that in real time. Make the pillar content, the pillar pieces, whatever it is, focus on creating those things. And then the trends are filler. Don't get bogged down by the trends because you can waste time, so much time figuring it out, trying to come up with an idea. Um, those are the real things I would do. Clear and concise, the shorter, the better. Focus on the ones that you want to create and fill in with the trends as they come available. That's great advice. And this is the, I think one of the key things I think people struggle with. This is from Martin over on LinkedIn. He goes, for a talker like me, 15 seconds would be a real challenge. Oh, yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, here's my, here's my advice as someone who is a fellow talker is record yourself anyway, and then have use an amazing tool like Descript or whatever to find what that is, that, that 15 seconds, that 30 seconds mm -hmm. and find it that way, because I find it takes me a little bit to like warm up and then I finally get to the point. Right. Right. Jeff knows. Jeff yes. knows. Well, Jeff knows. I am the worst at that. But Connor, how long does it take you now to like do a TikTok video? Like when you go to the parks, are you like, I'm going to do three today? Or do you just capture capture footage? I mean, what is your strategy like for creating content? I capture a lot of B-roll. And, and what's funny is it's all muscle memory. So once you start doing a lot and you understand what's working, you can, in your head, you already have a storyboard. You already know I need this uh, video, I need it from this angle, I need it to be this long, and you're capturing footage that way. What's also great is as you start to do more of them, you realize, you know what? A three second clip of Cinderella Castle is always gonna be great. I can use that in 20 different videos talking about all sorts of different types of things. So B-roll is super important. Start to finish, um, maybe, a really solid one would take 30 minutes or so to mm -hmm. create. Um, that's not, you know, driving to the park, those right, sorts of right. stuff. I mean, once I have all the footage captured and stuff like that, 30 minutes, but something really quick when it's a trend or it's something I just want to talk about, um, just a couple of minutes, real, real, real quick there. Um, I think those short ones are great because the more you can put yourself in front of the camera, the easier it's going to be down the line especially in a, uh, a social media platform that's all about scrolling up quickly and on to the next thing, on to the next thing. You really want your personality to shine so that people connect your account to you. That means, and this is going to be daunting for a lot of people, don't be afraid 
to put yourself out there, to put yourself in front of the camera. It's going to feel really weird at first, but I think that that's a really important strategy to help people connect with you as an individual. Um, and I think people really need to focus on that. And like we kind of said, if you're intimidated by TikTok because of kind of these stereotypes of, of what it is, it's a lot mm -hmm. of young people, it's a lot of dancing, it's a lot right. of this, this, um, these things can be applied to the other short form content platforms, YouTube uh, shorts, Instagram right. reels, those sorts of things. So getting in a routine of learning how to do this, this sort of stuff, it's all muscle memory with, with that. Just got to keep doing it more and more and more. That's great. So Deb says uh, she's uh, found herself filming tons of B-roll. I do the same. And now it's, it's uh, Deb, it's time for us to actually put it together. Um, Martin asks, can Grace explain more her process to record it anyway and use the script? Well, I'll tag this on to Mitch, uh, Deb Mitchell's comment here, too, where she says, do you actually film the whole thing and edit it down to 50 seconds? I'll tell you, because we do a live show, because I've done live shows, because I've been the live video person for a company, is we all the content that I've created is mostly live shows that we then go, or videos that we've created that we then break up into 15 minutes, or 15 minute, oh my God, 15 second, 30 second pieces. And you can use tools to do that. And yeah, we do use Descript, but I would love for Connor to actually talk about what he uses to edit his videos down as you're filming that B-roll and creating it and, and putting it out there as 15 seconds, uh, 15 to 30 second videos for TikTok. So I, and you don't have to use this, and this might be intimidating for a lot of people. I use Final Cut. Mm -hmm. um, I use Final Cut because I love my my iPhone. It shoots incredible uh, video. I have a 13 Pro, um, but I also love my my Sony, uh, my little point and shoot Sony. Um, so having a platform where I can bring it all in together is great. But I will say this: the TikTok editing app the tiktok editing portion is phenomenal start there start there it has everything you could want so if you haven't really any familiarity with video editing as a whole that's the best place to start you can add video you can add sounds you can add stickers you can cut you can start working with transitions and stuff that's where i would really start tiktok editing those things um and you know i think overall if TikTok sees that you're using all of the tools that they provide, they like that a lot. They know that, they can see that, they really, really like it a lot. Um, and I would say you also, the daunting thing about TikTok is you have to be a great content consumer to understand what's working, what's good. You like, you go to a movie for inspiration, you read a book for inspiration, you gotta watch videos for inspiration, limit yourself because the algorithm is so strong, you can go on there to try to come up with a video idea. And the next thing you know, it's two hours, you're down a, a hole, right. you don't get out, it's dark outside. Whoa, what's going on? What happened to me? Right. So it's those sorts of things. Become a great content uh, consumer, limit yourself. But I think just start with a TikTok video uh, editing uh, portion in the app and you'll be golden from there. Yeah, I want to do a real quick shout out, though, as to also Ecamm, if you're, because I use it for the uh, horizontal video, because I can set st yeah. stuff up, yeah. I can do Amazon videos on it and all sorts of things. So uh, socialmedianewslive.com for slash Ecamm, I had to mention them. But yeah, the, the in-app in is great. Final Cut Pro, I'll let you answer Chris later on, because he's getting really nerdy, Chris, about Final Cut 
uh, Pro plugins. I use Premiere and Rush as well. Those are a couple other ones. Um, so, and and I wasn't calling you out, Deb. I was I was said I'm the same way. I take a lot of B roll. It's time for us to actually start doing it. So anyway, <laughs> so no, anyway, no thanks. calling out here. Yeah. We we're all we're all in the same boat. So right, okay. except for Connor, I, he's I, amazing. Yes, he's amazing. Well, uh, as everyone that watches our show regularly knows that Jeff and I are on the get off my lawn side of the internet. That's so, right. We're the old internet. We are, yeah. We, we are the old internet, right? We're so dial up. I just yeah. want to ask this really quick because we, we've mentioned about trends. You've talked about trends. Um, you know, what is your advice for one staying on top of trends and then knowing how quickly you should be hopping on trends before it comes really played out or you know, oh, you know, whatever, pass, scroll, whatever. I've noticed that the life cycle of trends, like a sound or duet, has gotten shorter on TikTok lately. And that's just my personal observation. I have no data to back that up. But, you know, basically, like, how quickly should we be hopping on trends when the opportunity rises? We're not necessarily planning for them. But, you know, when it's something comes up, you know, when, like, should we hop on it right away? Like, how do we know it's like the timing is right? So, I'm right there with you, Grace. I don't have any data to back it up, but I, I definitely feel like trends are going much shorter. I remember, you know, back in the good old days of 2020, uh, trends would last for weeks and weeks and weeks, right? Yeah. Now it's seemingly like it picks up steam and within 72 hours, it's it's starting to kind of trend downwards. Um, what I would say is is a couple of things. It comes back to being that good content consumer, limiting yourself and seeing what's on the rise. But you don't have to do every trend. If it doesn't make sense for what you're doing, I think that's a huge thing. You don't want to come across as, I guess you could say, uh, not cringeworthy, but um, mm -hmm. um, you want to, it has to be authentic, right? And if a trend doesn't make sense for what you're trying to put out in the world, don't worry about it. Also, it's like shiny object syndrome, except it's shiny object syndrome every single day. There's right. always a new trend. <laughs> so you have to limit yourself. You have to be disciplined with that. I would say in a week, right? A trend, good solid length of time is a week. And what do I mean by that? I mean, when you start to see a trend, which is a sound or a style of video or both together, when you're on a you know 10 minute scrolling of TikTok, if you see that, four or five times, it's time to hop on the trend. It's time to hop on the trend if you have an idea. Now, that being said, what I've also started to see, and again, no data to back this up, just my own personal opinions, is the trend is peaking, it's going down, but then it's peaking again. And it's peaking again, maybe weeks later, maybe months later, maybe just a couple of days later as it kind of dips. These hills and these troughs, so if it seems like it's on the downward slope or even you haven't seen that trend for a while, but you're walking around, you're like, I have this great idea for this trend I just saw, do it, post it. The worst thing that can happen is no one sees it, but it doesn't really matter. The best thing that can happen is when that peak starts to come back up, you already have that in the can. It's already been posted. The algorithm scoops it up and you're on that kind of second wave for it. It seemed to be resurfacing months later. So I think that that's a good thing to, to look in. And also shout out one user on TikTok. Her name is Sydney on socials. Sydney spelled uh, just like the city, S-Y-D-N-E-Y on socials. Her whole thing on TikTok is like upcoming trend alert. And she does a very detailed, this is how to do this trend. 
this is the content you need this is how to put it together go from there and she's great at like seeing how many trends people are posting she does like numbers and like mm. this many videos have been posted she's really good i would i would definitely give her a follow if you're trying to get on the trend train so um that's uh, that leads to another great question from I don't, a facebook user um how do we find trends connor is it just spotting it and or is there a button to click tell us for us tiktok uh, newbies how do we find them so two ways one is it just comes up in your feed um so the two sides of tiktok you know are your friends and the great one side is friends and one side is your for you page so if you ever see that hashtag fyp that's for you page the for you page is the algorithm saying this is what you like here are the videos you're going to love. Um, TikTok's interesting because that's where most of the time on TikTok is spent. All the other platforms, most of the time is spent following your friends, the people you follow, or that's where you're staying. This is, you don't know any of these people. They're just a bunch of random videos popping up, right? In that For You page, you'll start to see the same style of video come up, and that's when it's called a trend. More and more people, you start seeing that, so they can just kind of be served to you. Because TikTok likes trends, the algorithm's going to give it to you. The other item is the magnifying glass up at the top right, the search. You search, you click that, you want to type something in, don't type in anything at all, just go down, and they have a whole trending list, kind of like on mm -hmm. Twitter, thing mm -hmm. on this search feature, a whole trending list of things. What they also have is trending music, trending sounds. The cool thing is when you see a trend, whether it's in that magnifying glass or when it comes up, if you click on that sound, you're going to get a page of a whole bunch of videos that are using that specific sound. So what can you do then? You pick a couple of the best performing ones, you learn about the trends, you see what's working and what's not, and then you create your own video that appeals and makes sense for that trend. So those are the kind of places you can find trends quickly and easily. Awesome. That was, see, that's why we have Connor on the show. He's just, yeah. he's just like a tutorial on TikTok. That's what he should be. So Grace, did you have a question? Yeah. So I wanted to go into our next segment, which is a little, which is about this, um, new product that they've created for um, the creator marketplace, right? Mm -hmm. But Brian had this question earlier on the show, and this is, you know, I think it fits in here. He wants to know, do you think the monetization of uh, TikTok shorts, or was it maybe it's YouTube shorts? You, yeah, okay. You, yeah, monetization you, of YouTube shorts uh, on February 1st will kill off TikTok. It, will it mean that money chasers will focus less on TikTok and give money more opportunities discovered? So I guess the question here is like, uh, you know, how will how will other platforms trying to keep up with TikTok affect you think that what's going on over at TikTok? I think it'll be an interesting dynamic of where people start to go. Where are you posting first? That's the most important thing. And I think that's what these uh, uh, these platforms are really trying to to capitalize on. They want you posting your video on their platform first. What's super interesting is Marquise Brownlee, MKBHD on YouTube, one of the top YouTubers in the world, probably the best product tech review YouTuber out there. He's awesome. I was listening to his podcast the other day, and he just got back um, maybe a couple months ago from the YouTube Creator Summit. And the YouTube Creator Summit is basically um, 
YouTube itself invites all the top creators from North America and they come for a weekend, they come together and they're talking to one creator to the other, but they're also talking to YouTube executives, YouTube developers, all the people in the company. So it's this interesting kind of dynamic of creators meeting with the business side of people. Um, he loves it. He's been going for years. He said this was the first year where he goes and he says, who's that? Who's that? Who's Who are all these people? They're all the people that in the last year have hit it big on YouTube shorts. If you think about that, that's YouTube, that's Google, capitalizing, monetizing, investing in these types of creators. That's big because they're clearly focused on this, but consumers are focused on this as well because they like that sort of stuff. When it comes to the monetization thing, I had monetization turned on on TikTok. I turned it off. I don't know if it was a, I just wasn't earning like anything. I mean, it's it, it was pennies at the time. And I really was like, I sat myself down and I figured, what am I trying to do on TikTok? And that's what I'm trying to do with my business. I'm trying to help people daydream about and plan for their next perfect Walt Disney World vacation. I do that by helping them book packages. I do that by taking them in the parks on tours. That's what I'm selling. That's what I'm doing. I'm not on TikTok to try to earn money from ads from TikTok. You can totally do that. You can totally have that be your thing. That's great. But when we're coming to these platforms from a business perspective, don't get bogged down in how can I earn money off of this? It's how can this help me sell the services, mm -hmm. products that I have. That's how I make my money. That's how I normally do things. Don't get bogged down by those sorts of things. When it comes to those creators that are doing that, great, awesome. I have no idea if one thing is going to uh, 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 take priority over another, if those people chasing the money are going to jump from one platform to the next. Right, right. <laughs> very, very interesting to see. I think where people are more likely to stay is where they're getting more traction. Mm -hmm. So um, Con I want to make sure that you guys know, because we've been talking about Connor and his TikTok account. So your account is WDW Opinion, right? Uh, at yes. Everywhere, That's Instagram, all the all the places. Yes, all the right. places. Yeah, so if you want to follow, and you should follow Connor over on TikTok, it's WDW Opinion is his username. You can just search that and you can find him on TikTok or Instagram Reels. That's the other question, Connor, real quick. Do you repurpose TikToks on other platforms or do you create for individual platforms? So I'll create for individual platforms. Um, but if something is working really well, use it on all the platforms, right? Mm. Doesn't, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Use it on all the platforms. Get rid of the watermark if you can. Right, because right. That's something that they, they don't like. But I wouldn't be, uh, uh, you know, I would be platform agnostic, to be honest with you. I would I would create content that's specific for each platform, sure. But I would think of your audience. And if your audience, you want to be the same across wherever you're posting, then the content that you're producing should, in essence, in theory, appeal to everyone wherever they are. Um, so if something's working really, really well, um, I'll redo it, you know, and post it to another platform. Um, or vice versa. So I'm, I'm kind of all over the place with that. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's good to know. All right. Okay. One last news item, because I know Jeff wants to talk about building community on TikTok, but I wanted to address <clears> this, this 
a partnership that TikTok just created with Linktree. Of course, Linktree is known for having all of your links so that when people find you on TikTok and they want to know more about your travel business or your blog or your podcast, that's where you would put those links. But I have heard and personally experienced while managing a branded video, branded video content for a brand, uh, that it is tough to get users on TikTok, off TikTok. That algorithm is sucks you in and it's so fast and so quick. And like you said, you, you're like there two hours later, you know, you're, you're still there, right? But how do you get someone to fall in love with you on TikTok and then get them to your website, your podcast, your blog, or to make a purchase you know it's it's hard to get them to follow a call to action it's very insular and very addictive of course which is great for TikTok. but how are we getting people off of this this content you're creating to book with you to plan with you to buy your course or whatever it is that you're you're doing on TikTok or doing in the world and talk about on TikTok. getting people off the TikTok platform is without a doubt the hardest thing to do it's harder than making a great video. It's harder than keeping up with trends. Uh, it's harder than editing videos. Getting people to go elsewhere is the absolute hardest part. Um, that's why when I say things like, hey, you can apply these things to YouTube shorts, to Instagram reels. I don't know if those work any better for you to push people elsewhere, but that's just something to keep in mind. I would say when it comes to TikTok, look at creators with huge TikTok followings, go to their profile, click on their other socials and see the difference in follower count. That's not to say numbers are everything, right? The number of followers you have doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things if you're accomplishing your other business goals. What that is meant to point out is the discrepancy and the disparity of pushing people elsewhere. You can have huge TikTok followings and it's not coming through on the other social platforms. The one tip I would say is always leave them wanting more. Perfect example would be if I come up with a video, hey, here's an incredible way to save money for your Walt Disney World vacation. I come up with a video talking about this top tip and I say, you want to learn more? I have a new podcast episode that talks all about it. Head the link in my bio, right? Keep it super, super simple. Um, leave them wanting more, create engaging content that you're not giving everything away, but where they're connecting with you, where you're putting yourself out there as an expert, gain that trust, and then they'll do it themselves if they really, really, really like what you're putting out. Focus on creating great content, and that's the best way to push people elsewhere. I'll also say lives. TikTok has lives. You can go live on TikTok. There's no, you know, there is a set limit time, but you have a much longer time period to explain what else you got going on right? When people are in your live, when you're, you know, they're asking you questions, stuff like that. That's when you can also start driving people elsewhere because you're not, you know, in this 15 second, 30 second window that you got to explain everything in. You can elaborate a little bit more on what you have going on. I will say one thing with lives, go live for a purpose. Don't just go live for the sake of going live, have an idea you're going to talk about, and then you can start driving people elsewhere. Um, I'd say that those are kind of the, the best ways to focus on creating uh, content that's going to drive people off the platform. And I mean, we're talking about repurposing, same sort of thing. If someone sees a clip from a podcast, in this day and age, 
we know what a podcast setup looks like, right? I got my right. background, I got my lights back there. Right. I got my microphone here. People know if they see this on TikTok, they know, hey, this is going to be from a podcast episode, from a, from a live stream episode. Where can I get that? They'll either ask it in the questions or you have it in the description and they'll seek it out that way as well. Mm, those are all great tips. We've got all sorts of people going. This is so helpful. Um, we're going to have people watch it again, even. So, Connor, they're, they're, they're loving your content. And our friend uh, Deb, Deb Mitchell says, oh, my gosh, your guy's going to have uh, able to get the best digital confetti from the show, which is the repurposing stuff. I, know, I love how she calls it the digital confetti. Sure. But, um, yeah, so um, let's go on to this, our final section here. Uh, we've got a uh, couple times uh, left. We're going to be talking about uh, community, using TikTok to build community. And... Um, this, you know, we both kind of met at Momentum, Lou Mangello's uh, community group that he's done. I, I, I always use him as an example. Um, but I want to talk about, you know, how you're building community on TikTok. And one of the things I thought was really interesting, and this is from a recent post, because you were featured in, I think it was the Washington Post is yes. uh, what you were doing. And then um, you actually did a TikTok about it and had the, you know, the green screen effect and was pointing to the article behind you. And I thought that was a great because you also reshared that to uh, your other platforms, which drove people to that. But it all it all had that community aspect like, hey, I'm not this wasn't a humble brag or anything. It's like, hey, I'm really excited. I got in this thing right here. Um, talk about that and talk about, you know, how you're approaching building a community on your TikTok channel. Yeah, that was awesome when that happened. And, and thank you to Jeff for explaining to me what a newspaper was. I had right. no idea. It's like it's the yeah, printing I, press. I know it's so it's like hard. A, papery blog and yes. like i don't yeah but i'm happy to be in it regardless um so i think when it when it comes to community building it's also pretty tough on on tiktok especially when you have this platform that's created for one sole purpose and that's for you to scroll to the next video mm -hmm. right it's ready to spend as much time on that platform as humanly possible it's tough to make a connection when it's that quick and you're scrolling that quick. So that's what it comes down to when, when I keep saying focus on the content, it, it, it really is that important. Focus on creating content that you think people that you want to help will appreciate learning about. That's how you kind of create a community. If you build content that's really, really useful, the community, I think, will form around you. Now, when you think of building something on Facebook or, or YouTube or whatever, it's very different because it's creator to audience. There's not a whole lot of audience back and more so on TikTok, there's not a whole lot of audience member to audience member going back and forth. Hmm. That's where I think it's, it's kind of difficult to create a community. But two things, actually three things I would do to help create a community on TikTok. One, show your face. I know I've said it before and I know it's still daunting. <laughs> Show your face. When they connect a person, a human being to an at handle, that's how community starts. You have to have a leader. You have to have someone to look to. That is super, super important. The second thing I would do is utilize direct messages. I think this goes so, it goes overlooked so often. If someone is commenting or liking or showing up to every single one of your lives on your posts, all that, reach out to them. Reach out to them and just say, thanks so much for all that you do. Thanks for following. I appreciate your support. Let me know if there's anything I could ever do to help. And you know what's going to happen? That person is going to be your biggest evangelist. That's when community starts because then they're going to go to their friends and say, 
you got to follow this guy. He's the best. Create peer-to-peer connections and the community will form around you. Another really cool thing that TikTok does is if you post something and someone posts a question in the replies like, hey, that's great, but how can I do this? Instead of just typing out a message, you can reply with a video. You'll see it right up in there. It'll say reply. It'll say with video. You'll say, yep. You'll create your TikTok video. That's a reply. The TikTok video will start with a sticker in the wherever you want to put on the video that says the reply in question. Sometimes I like to go, I point at the thing and I go, this was a great comment. Thanks so much for that. Here's the answer to it. People like to see their name on stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it's you on your TikTok platform or your TikTok profile. So doing that, knowing when people start seeing, hey, if I ask a question, not only is he going to respond, but he might respond to the video and give me some really good ideas and details and answers to this question. That helps form a community as well because you show yourself as accessible and you show yourself as going out of the way to help people. So those are the kind of things I would focus on when it comes to building a community on TikTok. So I want to follow up on on some of this too, because you have to send people a lot of times. We talked about going offsite. So like, mm-hmm. what are some calls to action? Do you say like respond in, in your video? Do you say like respond to my comment down below or send me a DM? I mean, what kind of, how do you you know, do a call to action to kind of build that community aspect when you're putting your videos together. I'll say it outright. I'll say, what do you think of this? What's your favorite X, Y, Z share a tip in the comments below. Um, I don't usually say comments just cause I, I feel like buzzwords on right, any right. social platform, like it, it might deter it or whatever. Um, what's also funny is like, don't say the word Facebook. Don't say the word Instagram, <laughs> don't say the word Twitter, or TikTok. like I'm, I'm, dead serious. Like, um, you'll see so many videos where they're like, yeah. And that guy with the blue birdie company, right. When they're talking right, about right. Elon at, at Twitter, um, cause they'll throttle your video down. The algorithm will pick it up and they'll just body slam it. Um, so don't say those things for sure. Um, but your call to actions should be more of, what do you think of this? You know, I know I'm an expert, but I want to hear from you. Let me know. Um, And what I have found too is some people just don't want to comment on stuff. They want to have more of a direct message interaction. Mm -hmm. It might be because they're shy. It might be because they just don't want it out there. I wouldn't focus on dictating where they should post. I would leave it up to them, whatever they're the most comfortable with. And now it's your job to actually look at all those places that you can get responses from and make sure that you are responding to people in an efficient manner as well. Mm. Are there, are there any tools or anything that you use to manage TikTok, or is it all in platform? I know, uh, I think Jim few said earlier, he says he hears that Agora Pulse is about to add TikTok scheduling, which is going to be great. That's awesome, Jim. Thanks for letting us know. And I love Agora Pulse, and we use that for all of our our posts and for listening. Um, but are there any tools or anything that you use to help build community with over on that platform? Google Calendar of what I'm going to post <laughs> on. <Yeah. laughs> um, yes. I, um, I really utilize the drafts feature. So basically what the drafts feature is, is you can create a video in TikTok. You can add everything you want to it. And I mean everything, including like your description, your hashtag, whatever it is. And then you just click 
save as draft. And then when you go to your profile and your profile end, the top left corner, that first video box is going to say drafts and it's going to show you the number of how many drafts you have. You click on it, all your drafts open up. Um, and from there, when it's time to post, I'll just click post. So batch creation, I guess is what I'm getting to. Okay. Um, I'd love another platform that can help me with that. And, uh, you know, Agora Pulse, I definitely got to look into that to see when they're going to launch and, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Here's one thing. I would not be shocked if in the coming months, TikTok rolls out, hey, scheduled posts are here because uh -huh. who just did that? Instagram. And these companies, yep. they love, 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 love to just piggyback onto when another platform has launched something. That's generally to say, you know, they steal it from each other. That's that was very <laughs> diplomatic. They may be listening. Uh, Chris has a great question. Should yes. we avoid, because I know Connor just has hopped on the Amazon train as an influencer as well. He goes, should we avoid using the word Amazon as well, you think, especially since TikTok is dipping their toes into live selling? Great question. I would say a couple months ago, you were fine. But now that the live selling is coming and it's coming pretty quickly, um, I would probably stop using that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's <laughs> interesting is for for something like Descript, right, mm -hmm. would help big time in this because you never want to, because I know Chris, I, I, I watch his, his Amazon stuff. He can't create content that's just not saying the word Amazon. Right, it's right, right. possible, right? So... Don't, I would say, unless you're creating a, a video specifically for TikTok, don't say those words then. But if you're creating something where you want to repurpose it and stuff, add in the little, it's not the, it's not the bleep feature. So it's right, not, right, it's not like right. you're cursing like, yeah, I was using, you know, beep.com yeah. the other day. No, it's just, it, it mutes that section. In this instance, people are smarter than the algorithm. Like they right. know exactly what you're talking about. Um, so I would go from that avenue uh, when it comes to that word. So what about like hashtags? Do they throttle hashtags too? Because like, I know there's a lot of Amazon, hashtag Amazon finds on, um, on TikTok where people are showing like these cool gadgets and it links back to their Amazon. So what about hashtags? I think time will tell for that. I, I, I would still use them. Um, yeah. And I would click on the hashtag or search the hashtag before you use it to see is stuff still coming up? If stuff's still coming up, keep using that bad boy, right? Use mm -hmm. it until it doesn't work anymore. Um, but I would start to monitor it very, very closely in the coming months. Awesome. Great advice. Uh, we And I got to say this from Deb. She goes, Agora Pulse is going to monitor comments too. So that is going to be very, very cool. Thanks, Deb. Uh, so if you haven't checked out Agora Pulse, um, make sure that you guys do that. I don't think I... I used to have that here, but I'll, I'll put it in the comments later because I have a, a link to Agora Pulse. I think it's uh, agorapulse.com forward slash Jeff C uh, gets you to my landing page. But anyway, uh, well, we are running Connor out of time. Go, Grace. Go ahead. I said, if Connor hasn't convinced you to be on TikTok, I have a couple stats I wanted to share. This is from TikTok. This is from their own data. Seven, they have 73% of TikTok viewers say that they feel a deeper connection to the brands they interact with on TikTok. 73 percent wow. brands are remembered 40 percent more on tiktok than any other 
platform. So as we're watching the rest of the world burn, remember that brands are remembered 40% more. TikTok is now the fastest growing channel for discovery with 15% of product discoveries across media channels, emails, word of mouth. And these are all, um, this is all about, um, this is all stats from TikTok. Personally, I have also noticed, you know, I've always had this group of friends that like may not have been as savvy on social media, weren't as into it, you know, and and, and I see these people now interacting and talking to each other about like, did you see that thing on TikTok? Did you see that video? And these are the same people I never before would have said, would have been like, hey, did you see that Facebook post? Or I saw this YouTube video or whatever. Well, maybe about YouTube, but like right. not necessarily. It's, it's, it's so the virality and it's going beyond, the impact is going beyond TikTok to people that I think have never been reached by social media to this level before. So with all this said, I want to wrap this up with, Connor, what are your predictions for TikTok for 2023, especially given what we've been seeing um, on the other platforms, which I will not mention because whenever <laughs> we do, our show gets canceled or right. show gets offline. So I'm not going to take. So what are your predictions for TikTok in the coming year? I think this is going to be a very interesting year for TikTok. I still see it growing but I see two very important things that people have to focus on. One is what is TikTok going to be, or rather what does TikTok want to be? When it was first introduced, it was short, it was short uh, videos, right? That was it. Bite-sized videos, right? The parent company has the word bite in it right, for that reason. Right. Now, what do you have? You have longer form videos, three minutes. You have live. We gave Instagram, a whole bunch of, of, of uh, uh, hard times when they came out with reels. We're like, oh, TikTok ripoff. When YouTube did that, oh, YouTube shorts, TikTok ripoff. When TikTok introduced stories, which I don't still understand how it works in your marketing scheme of things, <laughs> we never said anything. Now, TikTok has TikTok Now, which is their direct competitor to be real, right? One thing a day. That could be a video. Most of the time, it's just a photo. So what does TikTok want to be? Facebook, back in the day, is very different than it is right now. The other platforms, the same sort of thing. The more things TikTok adds to its repertoire, I hope the more ways it doesn't alienate people, if that makes sense. I think they focus in. They've really got to stop doing the shiny object uh, uh, syndrome. and They got to get true to their roots. So that's where I'm really interested to see where they go. The second thing, and this is a thing to be very, very cautious when it comes to TikTok because and I don't want to get real, but not too many months ago, there were some serious calls to action for TikTok in the United States of America. Right. I would say in the next couple of months, I think those conversations might Reservice. I don't know if that's good, if it's bad, if it's the right thing or the wrong thing to do. I just want to be a realist. So this is my plea to you, to everyone watching, and whether it's this platform or any of the other platforms, which we see change so much in 2023, build your email list because mm -hmm. yep. it's great and everything seems awesome. And these tools are so powerful to help build our businesses and they're great to use. Don't get wedded to anything. Don't get bogged down in everything. Don't build everything on one thing in particular. Throw your seeds out everywhere. 
Hopefully something sticks, but build that email list because you never know what's going to happen. And watch this show and all the platforms because we go everywhere. <laughs> we're everywhere. We don't care what platform we're written everywhere. Connor, this has been amazing. We've got some, and I know this is our friend, uh, Lou Mangello. He says the Connor, the Connor Brown, the Tiki talk guy swoon. So that I know that's Lou. I don't even have to check. So. And he also said, I do whatever Connor tells me to do. Oh, so okay. uh, thanks for popping in, Mr. Mangello. Um, this has been an incredible show. We didn't, you know, we've, you mentioned email. I know, Connor, you have spoken on email before in the past. We need to probably have you on about that and maybe sure. how TikTok and email works together. Who knows? Uh, fabulous show. Thank you guys so much for all your great questions, uh, everything that you have dropped in the comments and all your shares. We appreciate you. Connor, um, once again, where can people find all things Connor Brown? All things Connor Brown, you can go to WDWOpinion.com. You can follow me across the board on socials at WDWOpinion. Uh, you can also go over to MagicalParkTours.com to learn about my in-park tour services. Very, very cool. Grace, where can people find out the amazing Grace Duffy? You can find me here every week. We'll be back next week, next Friday, uh, November 18th at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. And we're going to have none other than the amazing Amanda Robinson on to join us to talk about Facebook and Facebook advertising. All things things meta. Yeah. All all things things meta. And make sure you go follow Grace over on LinkedIn. So uh, her, her LinkedIn handle is Grace H. Duffy. If you're trying to find her by listening on the podcast, we make sure you go, guys, check her out. Thank you guys so much for this show. Thank you for Connor for being here. Keith, thank you for watching. Deb, for stopping by. Chris, as always, all of you who, and Brian coming by, everybody who stops by every week, we really appreciate you. We wouldn't be able to do the show without you. Thanks again to our sponsor, Ecamm. Make sure you guys go check them out at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. Check out their new podcast, flow.ecamm.com. It's pretty amazing if you're wanting to put together a video podcast uh, in this year and in the coming year. So make sure you check out the flow over on Ecamm. And with that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Social Media News Live.